Hi, and welcome to Fusion Focused. I'm your host, Ella Fox Widows, a PhD student studying plasma physics for fusion energy. The aim of this podcast is to showcase some cool and inspiring experts within the fusion energy field, highlight the variety of diverse careers available within fusion, and chat with my guests about why they are passionate about fusion energy. Hope you enjoy. In this episode of Fusion Focused, I chat with Ryoko Osawa, a postdoctoral researcher at the Cullum Center for Fusion Energy, about plasma simulations, fusion research in Japan, and her experience starting a postdoc at CCFE at the start of a pandemic. Hi Ryoko, thank you so much for chatting with me. Oh, hello, Ella, thank you. Yeah. What is it that you're currently working on in fusion energy? Yeah, uh, I'm now working as a postdoc in CCFE. Column Center for Fusion Energy in the UK, and uh, my my work is um, on diverter, uh, which is uh, a part of wall, which um, that um, obtain that gets very high power, high energy from the main fusion fusion fuel mm-hmm. fusion plasma. So. Um, so like while we heat up the plasma, we need to keep the wall uh, cold uh, as possible so that we can manage the both hot and cold side. Mm-hmm. So in order to achieve that, I'm working on simulation work awesome. to achieve that condition. Very cool. And what was it that first motivated you to want to have a career in fusion? Um, so like uh, I got uh, interested in fusion energy. I think when I was in high school. Uh, actually, uh, what inspired me was a TV program. Uh, it um, showed um, uh, various kinds of uh, environmental problems in the world, mm. and it showed us that like every two seconds, like like so many trees are uh, like carved. Yeah, and like when such kind of things and I I was really hmm, I I was very easy person to trust everything <laughs> so I got everything seriously and I wanted to work uh, like I wanted to do something on the environment mm. and then I found found fusion energy which is which seems very strong and powerful that's the that's the time mm. when I got interested in that. Awesome. Um, and then you started studying engineering at uh, undergraduate level at Keio University mm-hmm. in Tokyo, in Japan. Why did you first decide to study engineering? So at the time, I already uh, had some interest in uh, future energy. And, but uh, like, I, mm, I wasn't sure if it would necessarily be fusion energy. Like I could do other things for um, environmental problem as well. And so, but I in high school I didn't like literature or like <laughs> other um, subjects. But I liked uh, I rather liked science or physics. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I decided to go to engineering mm. so it wasn't just fusion but you thought maybe with engineering you could do something with to save the environment with energy 
Yeah, yeah. And you stayed at KO to to do your PhD in plasma physics, uh, which is where we first met when I came to KO to do my collaboration projects. (laughs) And you helped me so much with my modelling at KO and making Hiyoshi feel like a bit of a home. So why did you first decide to, to do a PhD? And why did you stay at KO to do this PhD? Mm, okay. Probably, um, mm, I think when I started uh, master course, um, so I, at the time I already wanted to, mm, I, I was thinking of working in fusion field after, mm, like after graduating. And for that, like I knew that I would need PhD degree first. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I, uh, in when I uh, started master course, there was a like program like le- uh, which is called leading program in Keio University, uh, which allows me to uh, get some opportunities to like uh, study abroad like um, for a short period and um, and also like uh, and, like gives me some opportunities to um, communicate with other PhD students mm-hmm. from other from various fields and that program sounded really mm, appealing to me so I joined that which means I like I'm supposed to continue my PhD in KO mm-hmm. so actually like uh, when I I'm when I was finishing master I uh, wasn't really thinking about going other PhD or something but I just went there <laughs> as I just continue yeah. naturally <laughs> yeah studied engineering for a few years and were interested in the, the climate issue but there are different topics that you could study for PhD with engineering degree so solar energy wind energy why what about fusion really drew you to want to study I think uh, um, the, the timing when I decided fusion but not solar or other energy is like uh, in my bachelor like when I decided uh, my uh, laboratory mm-hmm. uh, in uh, like so um, yeah in the last year of bachelor we uh, we decided we decided to uh, decided a laboratory to enter mm-hmm. so at the time I thought about it and I think um, um, rather than chemistry I I liked physics mm-hmm. and and also, like uh, uh, thinking about renewable energy, of course, it's also mm, very mm, attractive. But uh, but uh, for me, like fusion energy is really cool, <laughs> and like uh, also I like the way that uh, we collaborate uh, all over the world mm-hmm. for like for such a big um, dream. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's yeah. I just liked it. <laughs> yeah, the the way it worked yeah. at, in Keio and I'm sure other Japanese universities is so. When you were in your final year of your bachelor's, bachelor's four, right, B four, you could decide mm-hmm. out of a few different options, like di- different laboratories within the university in mm-hmm. in the in the faculty. Yeah, exactly. Which laboratory to join to do your research in, like final mm-hmm. project. Yeah. So you decided to do. Yours in the plasma physics 
laboratory with yeah yeah professor yeah yeah <laughs> but actually that decision was not really easy because like i uh, i wanted to do fusion but also i was more interested in experiment mm -hmm. experimental research rather than simulation but unfortunately in my university uh, there wasn't any like experimental laboratory for fusion mm -hmm. so because we don't have any machine yeah so at that time like i also thought about uh, entering another laboratory which is doing some experimental work for for like i think it was like superconductor mm. like that and also i got interested in that but like thinking about future i chose that uh, like that uh, the laboratory mm -hmm. the Hatem laboratory and even though actually i didn't like simulation at the time <laughs> <laughs> but it, it seems to have been quite an important decision because now you're working on simulations mm -hmm. full time yeah yeah, fine. Mm -hmm. Now there's there's no regret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And would you be able to explain just a little bit of what the main focus of your PhD project was? Ah, yeah. Uh, in my PhD project, I uh, developed a plasma a plasma code um, to to like simulate uh, plasma density, temperature, momentum in the fusion in a fusion reactor. Uh, at the time, uh, uh, still now, like we we don't have uh, like predictable predictable like three D uh, plasma fluid code. Mm -hmm. So uh, and we do have two D, but not three D. So I wanted to extend. Uh, uh, Send it to 3D so that we can see more physics from that code. Uh, so for that, I kind of developed a new scheme mm -hmm. to um, which enables us to do 3D simulation. Cool. That was my project. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then, why is modeling so important for for fusion research? Why do we need to model? Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anybody interested? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like uh, because as you know, fusion machine is really big, and like um, we need to spend much money to construct it. So if we if we can do only experiments, uh, we might just break it yeah. <laughs> without knowing any without having any prediction. And also like the physics inside the machine is very, very complicated. Mm -hmm. So if uh, in simulation, we can like separate physics to to deepen our understanding what is happening inside. I think in, in experiments, I think uh, what is happening is what is happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, like, so we can't separate, uh, but in simulation, we can do that. Mm -hmm. so I think that's the strong point of simulation. Yeah, so it is important for a couple of reasons. Kind of one is like the main like prediction property. So you can basically run a, a fusion experiment without actually using up any fuel or damaging any materials or anything. Mm -hmm. And you can get some information about how it would look. But also 
comparing with experiment, you can get more information about how the plasma is and why certain things happen in, in a fusion reaction from the modeling. So it's kind of a, a circular process, very interesting. So you decided to study at Kay University to do fusion for your PhD, but then after finishing your PhD, you got this opportunity in the UK to do a postdoc. Mm -hmm. But there is also active research in Japan on fusion. What are the kind of main fusion projects in Japan at the moment? Um, I think our main projects are, I think we, I can say two. Uh, one is in uh, Naka, in Ibaraki Prefecture, like a bit more, more eastern part of Japan, like, in, like two hours from Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And another one is uh, uh, NIFS, uh, it's in like Toki, like Gif prefecture, prefecture, like more western part of Japan. And uh, so the Naka one, uh, east one, east one is doing tokama, like conventional tokamak research. Um, and uh, the west one is doing um, uh, her helical, mm, helical fusion machine. Mm -hmm. So that, that is the biggest difference between them. Yeah, and uh, the, I think uh, the tokamak one is more leading that research and now also a few just a few years ago uh they've got like last two um big coils by trans like from a plane like actually it was um uh broadcasted that they trans they transport the like the, those two like coils by by plane by the plane that so that like there, there was a plane uh, hanging that huge coil. <laughs> so, it was on the, which is called Nipo Nipo Doga, like YouTube. So that, that happened in uh, like uh, two years ago. And now um, they, I think they've just started, uh, they just um, got first plasma. That's exciting. Yeah, so when I came to Keio University a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. in 2019, I went on a day trip to this Tokamak, so it's called JT60, and mm -hmm. it, it's been around for a while now, so it's been JT60, it's been JT60U, JT60 Upgrade, yeah. and then JT60SA, which is the current iteration. Mm -hmm. the, so the SA stands for super advanced, so yeah, when, when I went to go visit, they were just, the chamber was still open, they hadn't finished anything yet, and they were putting in these mm -hmm. big magnetic field coils, so it's really exciting to hear that they've got first plasma. Japan is also really involved in ITER, in the ITER projects and making mm -hmm. different aspects of the ITER projects. So I think outside of the UK, Japan has one of the biggest fusion groups, I'd say. Would, would you agree? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Just, uh, but like different to UK, uh, like Japan has less um, collaboration with other countries, mm. I think, uh, because like country itself is more isolated and yeah, like I uh, like um, having started a postdoc position here. Like I realized that really, like um, uh, we have more like collaborations here in Europe, mm -hmm. which is uh, really good. So mm, that's one difference. I think. Mm -hmm. Is that one of the main reasons why you wanted to work at a really big mm -hmm. national lab like CCFE? Because um, 
I know you did some work also during your PhD at, in Greifswald in, in Germany at the mm-hmm. Max Planck Institute. Yeah. And so you kind of had experience of this international collaboration. Was that something that you really mm-hmm. wanted when you got the position at CCFE? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. In Japan, of course, I could do, no, I could, I could work on like fusion and with many experts. But I, what I, I've heard is that like since the like number of people are like very limited, like um, if I went there, I would be one expert in that field. Mm-hmm. It, it, it would be, it would be like that. So it would be very difficult to have many discussions here in that institute in Japan. Mm. Uh, but like um, in now, now in CCFE, I of course have many colleagues who are working in a, in similar field. So I think I did mm. good. <laughs> made a good decision <laughs> yeah then at least you have like a, a group of people who uh, have a similar interest similar research interest to you that you can talk to about your simulation so you're currently working as a postdoc at TCFE mm-hmm. the Colum Centre for Fusion mm-hmm. Energy so what is your research focusing on down in Oxford uh, now um I'm focusing on uh, uh, step tokamak, this uh, spherical tokamak uh, program in CCFE, uh, and my focus uh, uh, is on two points. One is on inner target of a spherical tokamak, and uh, another one is disconnected double now configuration um, for uh, that spherical tokamak. Uh, so uh, the first one is that like. We have this donut shape machine, and in, um, for like conventional like co- conventional machines, we didn't really have to care about this like inside. But for spherical tokamak, we do need to care about it. So I'm now um, trying to understand what is different, mm-hmm. uh, what will be different in those like two. And for the second thing, like um, for uh, this spherical tokamak, we will use kind of a like new uh, magnetic configuration. Um, so in that configuration, again, we will have another physics. So mm, all, all I, new things to learn. Yeah, at least for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the spherical tokamak is different to a conventional tokamak because. So, for example, a conventional, it looks a bit more like a donut shape, mm-hmm. but spherical tokamak looks more like a cord apple shape. So the mm-hmm. inner the, the inner circle, one is kind of curved and one is flat, basically. So this this is different, and, and that's kind of one of the things you're looking at, right? The this inner flat mm-hmm. flat piece of the spherical tokamak. Yeah, yeah. And you also mentioned the the double null configuration. So is step looking to do this kind of two power exhaust? Yes. Yes. Mm. That's kind of why double double null means two kind of mm-hmm. exit point. Yes, yes. Awesome. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And so this is more modeling, so that hopefully when step more modeling, yeah. comes online, then we'll we'll know a lot about it already. Mm-hmm. 
What does a day in the life of a postdoc at CCFE look like? I know you moved to the UK to work at CCFE pretty much just as the pandemic started. So not really like a, mm -hmm. a usual every day, but what do you usually do day to day? Yeah, I maybe it sounds boring, <laughs> but like I just, <laughs> I kind of start working uh, around eight or nine and um, then work just on my pace. Mm -hmm. And like once a week, I have a like, uh, indi like individual meeting with my line manager, which is very productive and useful. Mm -hmm. And also, um, I think in total, like four or five times, I have meetings with a bit like larger group who, who are doing like also like um, plasma simulation mm -hmm. on the same, same machine or different machines. Yeah, so, uh, and I, I also, mm, yeah, except for the work, I, I cook mm -hmm. for every meal, <laughs> and also I go to the supermarket, and yeah, actually, I am now living with my husband, so that's already good life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's lovely. So your usual day is lo lots of simulation, lots of meetings, and then having a nice meal with your husband at the end of the day. Yeah, like that. Well, that's a good time to my next question, which is outside of work, what, what do you usually like to do? What, what's your favorite things to do in your free time? Mm, I like to walk in Oxford, mm -hmm. like walking, like very easy thing. And, and my, my hobby is uh, to play the French horn, mm. the instrument. And I, I was, uh, I've been playing it since, I was 10 years old, so like it's kind of my big hobby. So I brought that, uh, brought the instrument with me to the UK. <laughs> so I uh, sometimes play it in my apartment. But, uh, but <laughs> recently, just a few times a month, I guess. So not so, not so much, but I am enjoying mm. it. And how are you finding Oxford compared to Tokyo? Ah, actually, I like Oxford much more than Tokyo, I think, because like, um, yeah, like, uh, I'm surprised that there is such nature here, like, <laughs> just close to the city. <laughs> In Tokyo, like, uh, everywhere I go, like, uh, there is, like, I don't know, there's not much nature, I just busy city. But here, um, if, we, if you walk, like, 20 minutes, then, like you will reach to very just green area or green hill that's uh, yeah I really like that and I also like weight rolls <laughs> yeah, it, it's a bit expensive but like uh, for me it's kind of, it's like an amusement so every <laughs> everything is new and cute and so yeah that's also I like one new uh, thing that, that Japan doesn't have is a uh, weight rolls yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally do you have any advice for anyone that wants to start a career in fusion on how to pursue this career in the fusion energy field mm. so uh, in your in your working time the like very pleasant time is just very few percentage of that like I, I mean like 
uh, most of the time you I think uh, uh, you need to struggle and struggle and just kind of two percent or five percent is success or joy <laughs> of the work <laughs> like from my experience at least like it's like that and also actually my prophet like a professor in Germany said that once and uh, actually yeah like for me it was surprising uh, to hear that from him like such a successful uh, like researcher in fusion field but like I think it's true and and so so my message is you shouldn't give up just by some failures a few times failures but like if you pile it up and pile it up then you will see some success I guess <laughs> advice yeah not especially with those like experimentalists and simulations you're never going to get your experiment to work 100% of the time <laughs> and your simulations are never going to be perfect 100% of the time so keep going that's some great advice thank you Roko. thank you so much for joining me today it's been really great yeah. to talk with you I'll speak to you soon mm-hmm. yeah thank you Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Fusion Focused. If you'd like to know when the next episode will be released or would like to get in touch, you can find the Fusion Focused podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Fusion Focused. Please subscribe and leave a review. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next time.